Welcome, fellow Lumineers, to another episode of Quest for Five, your guide to the enchanting world of Disney Loracana. We're your hosts. I'm Faith, and with me is my co-host, Michael. And today we're going to be talking about the cards that we're most excited about and recapping how Oregon is play went this week. All right, so we haven't had any major news since the announcement the other week about the uh, restock being moved forward. Um, so... I'm a little disappointed about that. I would have hoped to get some more news, but we have had a lot of card reveals, and so we're just going to talk about the most the cards that we're most excited about um, coming out in set two. Uh, Faith, you want to kick us off? Yeah. So one of the cards that we saw, I think it was yesterday, or the day before that I saw, was the Sorcerer Spellbook. It's a three cost. It's an amethyst and an item, and its ability is Knowledge, Exert one ink to gain one more, and I just think that that's i don't know i was talking to one of the guys organized play today and he didn't think it was gonna be that so i don't think it's that like playable i was like mm, okay that's interesting i don't know like it seems like a card that could well it's a, today we had a situation where we were playing a five player game and i kept clearing the board and there were two players that were stuck at 17 18 and Something like that, like I just kept wiping the board of all the characters. A card like that would have just ended it right there. They could have just, you could have just exerted that, paid the lore or paid the ink, and you would have gotten those last two points. Exactly, and I feel like the like my deck with the amethyst and um, sapphire. If I use it with um, the eye of fate, then it's. I don't think those are going to stack together. Because those that... are for characters. Eye of Fate lets you get one more lore for a character. Yeah. You just exert it, and this one you exert it for one to gain a lore. Okay, sorry. I thought you were trying to say you would apply Eye of Fates to the Sorcerer's Spellbook. I thought no. that's what you were trying to say. Got no, it. but, yeah. So, I think it's a good card. Um, and then, other one is the dwarf characters that they revealed, and solely because the background of theirs, like, paints a picture, and I love it. Fair enough. It is, um, I think, one of the best things they do with this game um, it is the storytelling they have in the in the cards. Um, like today, we noticed mm -hmm. that one of the Captain Hooks, the image is exactly the same as what it is from behind uh, in the background of Fire the Cannons. And that Captain Hook is the one that returns the Fire of the Cans from the discord, discard pile. And it's, it's just so perfect it, and yeah, so just well done. The imagery of it, like, it's literally, the it's like a shadow. Like, in the Fire of the Cans picture, you can, like, see the outline of Captain Hook. And then on the Captain Hook card, it's the exact same pose. And I think it just goes together so well, and I absolutely love it. Same with the, like, you said, the new Cinderella is, like, missing a piece of her sword. And the new, like, Prince Charming is... Like, looking for her with the missing piece of her sword. Like, I just love that they tie in the imagery. Yeah, the uh, storytelling through imagery is just fantastic with this game. Alright, so the cards I'm most excited about. I had a hard time picking, so I've got four here. First up is Mulan Reflecting. It's a four-cost mm, amber character. Strength three, one. willpower three, and two lore. It's a Floodborne hero princess and a shift cost of two. That it's ability, insane. Yeah, its ability is honored to the ancestors. Whenever this character quests, you may reveal the top card of your deck. If it's a song card, you may play it for free. Otherwise, put it on top of your deck. So 
I love this because it's great for Amber Steel, which is already like those are a heavy song combo. Um, or pair this with Reflections and with Sapphire uh, pulling songs like One Jump Ahead to build the Inkwell. Um, I like the idea of a heavy song deck here in a few sets. Right now, I don't think we have enough options for it to make sense to have a heavy song deck, but I think that is absolutely an option where we have songs that like gain lore and songs that like uh, take out characters and like uh, return cards from the discard. I think there's absolutely room in this game for um, there's a whole lot of singers and a whole lot of songs uh, working together. And I think I think it's it won't wouldn't be a meta deck by no means, but it could be one that's really fun to play. Next card is Grand Pabby, the oldest and the wisest. This is a seven cost Sapphire character with strength three, willpower of six, and lore three. It's a storyborn mentor and its ability is ancient knowledge. Whenever you remove one or more damage from one of your characters, you may gain two lore. And I mean, come on, that's that's just nuts. I like the idea of like partnering this up with Rapunzel, which lets you draw cards for healing, or Queen Jasmine. I mean, this card is perfect. For Amber decks, with all the healing Amber does already, Grand Pavi is just uh, has a huge potential for being broken. Um, so I'm excited to see how it gets played. I don't think enough people are giving this card credit. Um, but if you have a Princess deck, I definitely think this is a must for it. I'm kind of hoping to see Princess Power as a top deck with this next set. It just remains to be seen what all we can get from it i just love that they included like grant that's adorable i love that character in frozen and i love the artwork they chose for that character too so i just again we were talking about today organized play that michael picks his decks based off strategy and i pick my cards based on if i like the characters and if i think they look cool and that's he would be one that I would add just because he's, like, cute and I love his character. Yeah, and I have to give her credit. Like, it still works out for her. Like, she enjoys playing the game. It's cards that are fun to play. And she's still winning plenty of games. And so, you know, sometimes going off looks is enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's why you're with me, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right. My third card that I'm excited about is Pick a Fight. It's a two-cost steal action, and chosen character can challenge ready characters this turn. And it's the first Wreck-It Ralph character. I am stoked for this card. I think that getting to challenge a ready character this turn, this card is absolutely needed when for you're you sitting because there. you keep trying to challenge ready characters. I don't know what the problem is. I. <laughs> I've had an issue the last two weeks where I keep trying to challenge characters that can't be challenged, and I, I don't know what's going on. But, yeah, no, this character, I'm thinking, like, when you have an 18 or 19 uh, opponent lore count, right, and you are trying your best to catch up or, or do something to diminish them, this card just comes in handy uh, to take out those characters and give yourself, you know, maybe one or two more rounds to survive and see what you can pull. Uh, so I think pick a fight is a great late game tool um, to just to, to keep you in the battle just a few more rounds. Yeah, I mean, like I said before, I I don't necessarily like Wreck-It Ralph. Mm -hmm. 
But again, it's because it feels more like DreamWorks and not Disney. That's mm. the only. That's literally the only thing I have against it. They made it a Disney movie when it feels more DreamWorks, and I don't and like. This... If I'm gonna watch a movie like that, and I'm gonna pick like Shrek or something, not Wreck It Ralph. And if I want to watch like a Disney movie, I'm gonna pick like Sleeping Beauty or like Elemental or something. And like this that. would be where our looks versus strategy comes <laughs> in because <laughs> I mean, think about it, like. Forget the looks of this card. Pair this with something like the new Scar. No, you're right. It would. It's who a can good just card. every time he challenges, he can ready back up. Like pairing that with pick a fight. If you've got healing items out, this Scar and pick a fight. You put down pick a fight on him, and he could clear the entire board, whether that character is readied or not, or exerted or not. That Scar is going to come in with this card, and he can. He can clear the whole board. You're correct, and I love how you use Scar as an example because you know that I hate him too. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to pair this with Scar and and kick your ass just just to look at the face that you make as I clear your board. It's gonna feel great. Mm. Um. Oh, and then pair that with I don't know maybe like Grandpappy, and then I'm just building up lore. I'm just wiping your deck. It's uh, wiping your uh, playmat. It'll feel good. All right, the last card I am excited about so far uh, that I really want to draw attention to is Mufasa, Betrayed Leader. Five-cost Amber character, Strength 3, Will 3, a lore count of 2, attributes are Storyborn, Mentor, and King, and his ability is where it's all at. When this character is banished, you may reveal the top card of your deck. If it is a character card, you may play that character for free and they enter play exerted. Otherwise... Put it on the top of your deck. I have so much hope in this card. This card may single-handedly have made me feel better about Amber in set two. So far, I have not been excited. Sure, we had uh, Cobra Bubbles. That's a card that I'm excited about purely for it being Lilo and Stitch. But this Mufasa Betrayed Leader has made me feel so much better about the strategy for Amber going in to set two. Because um, this could be like, this could be your lucky break right here. You might be able to put down one hell of a strong character um, for free. Sure, it comes in and exerted, but there are things you can do to minimize the impact of what that would be. I just think that this card could be a saving grace um a lot my favorite card of this week was be prepared because i for two reasons one i managed to have this card go down after the uh, stitch flood strat was set up but before it could do any damage and that felt so good i think i wiped out with be prepared probably it was, it was in like, our group of five. No, no, no. no. On the one-on-one. That's oh. what I'm talking about right now. Um, I wiped out, I think, ten cards um, that were played because of the Stitch Flood strat. And it felt so good to put this down. And I lost one character and he lost ten. I was like, oh, thank God, you know. And so it was just such a relief to actually be able to clear the board like that. Um, especially how I knew like he always placed it, the the flood, um, the stitch flood, and then in our five player game I was able to like I said earlier delay the end of the game by 
I don't know, probably like five, six rounds because mm-hmm. I kept pulling cards that let me just like uh, uh, grab your grab your swords, grab your weapon. What is grab it? your swords? Grab your swords and be prepared and stuff like that. And I just kept delaying it. And it just it was nice because it's not something I get to do with my my other deck. Um, and so yeah, card of the week. Yeah, so that was his card of the week and i think that that was the best card that we saw organized play just because in that five player game i thought it was going to be over in the next like round and then he draws a card kind of laughs and goes "Eh, all right i'll play this and then just wiped out everybody yeah it did actually delay the game by a little over 20 minutes Mm -hmm. because of that one be prepared and then i just kept getting lucky uh i had no shot of winning this i just wanted to be as chaotic as possible and 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 make this take as long as i could um, my favorite card of the week was Hans, 13th in line, I think is his, like, little subtitle, um, but I've actually never got to play him before, and so every time I just quested him for his two lore and then just dealt damage, which I think helped, um, that, I can't remember her name. I know, we're terrible friends, we, we do have to ask her next time. If you're listening to this, I'm really sorry. We don't remember your name. Yeah, I'm going to keep this in so she knows that we're bad people. Okay. Well, you didn't say hi to her on the street, so that's double Uh, bad for you. I made a facial reaction (laughs) to her, and when she didn't make one back, I was like, oh, okay, don't say hi. Uh, This is someone we play at Organized Play with, and we had just an interaction. I had an interaction with her, and yeah. She, they just she just didn't really recognize him yeah, anyways it hurt my feelings i'm really sorry we don't remember your name but i feel like it delayed her a little bit and got rid of her cards her and luke i never i don't think i ever played it on luke i think i just played it on her to get rid of her like three lore uh, maleficent oh okay that's yeah but i liked him he was fun all right reflecting on organized play today i tried with my experimental amber steel deck and oh, no not amber steel ruby steel deck uh, and it was fun i did a great job at clearing the board but i just couldn't balance my assault with questing so i lost every game i played with it it was fun and the one-on-one was close but like i just couldn't actually get characters on the board long enough to quest they kept getting cleared off and i wasn't able to defend them uh having issues building out my ink well all you know all this kind of stuff kind of typical like whatever i know how to work with it but i just couldn't get questers down on the board and so there was one game that uh like the five player game i didn't get my first point until you know the last 20 minutes of an hour of the hour and a half long game um, it was not that long it was it was only, we started at 12 30 and we ended about i thought it was a little 20. before 12 30 okay last hour game and uh and I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't until the tail end that I managed to get any points. And so I'm definitely going to need to go back. I still feel strongly about Ruby Steel, mm-hmm. especially going into set two. I just need to build up a little bit of questers or maybe some kind of maybe like a synergy strat to kind of have a better way of getting characters out quicker so I can actually get some lore. True, um, but did you play any one-on-one games that weren't against Luke? No. Then there's your problem. And um, speaking of Luke, I wanted to clarify. We talk. I've talked about him at least a few times on the show. 
and um, he is just a player who comes to every week with um, same as us. I think he's the only other person beside us that has made it to every single week. And um, he just has an extremely optimized deck that, as far as I know, nobody has managed to beat yet. It's um, the main strat in it is uh, Stitch Flood, and he just knows exactly what he's doing. Uh, it's Amber Steel, uh, and honestly, though, today was the closest I've ever been to beating him. And he did say it was also the lowest he has ever seen his deck go. So that made me feel pretty good. Uh, just because we were playing um, Whole New Worlds and uh, I, you know, did a couple Be Prepareds. And so it felt really good to actually see his his deck so low. Um, but better luck next time. I think if I get some questers in there, then my deck would do better against him. I would say it was a pretty good, um, organized play. There's this um, older lady that comes in and started playing with us. And she has only been able to get one starter deck and a few booster packs, so she doesn't really have enough cards to, like, build a second deck, which honestly just made me feel really lucky with how many cards that we've been able to get. Like, we both have two decks plus a ton of extra cards. Um, so I let her play with my second deck today, and she was very appreciative of the fact that she got to play with a new color. Um, and she just was looking at our cards and the ones in my deck of all the cards she hasn't seen before. Um, but yeah, it was, it was fun. And against her was fun. She asked a lot of questions when we were playing and like what cards do and stuff. But yeah. Cool. It's a good experience all around. All right. We've got two packs for us this week. All right. Alright, we've got a Mickey Mouse Steamboat Pilot, Magic Golden Flower, a Scar, Timon, the guy I can never pronounce correctly. <laughs> Dr. Facilier. Um, a Captain Hook, the Forceful Duelist, Frying Pan, Sword of Virtue, another Ursula's Cauldron, Maui Hero to All, Robin Hood, and Mr. Smee. Cool. All right, let's get into pack number two. You know, by the just by the rules uh, or the laws of chance, we should have. I feel like we should be pulling more legendary. So how lucky we have been in getting like finding packs and stuff. Mm-hmm. It is what it is, though. Okay, Archimedes, Stampede, work together, Gaston, Kuna Matata. Aladdin, which I already have my four, so now you can add him to your deck. That that would be the Steel Aladdin. Yeah. Cornered Swordsman, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then we have an Ana, Jasper, another Chief Tui, a Marshmallow. Cute. Ready? Mm-hmm. A Whole New World. Oh! Okay, great. Is that our third one? Second one. Second one? We drew one at the beginning, but we traded uh, it. Yeah, traded it, yeah. So we've we've gotten three, but yeah. But yeah, so now you have two in your deck. Stoked. And then a foiled Tinkerbell Tiny Tactarian. Tiny what? Tactician. Tactician. Okay. <sighs> All right. Still no full art. Quest continues. Yes, but A Whole New World was pretty good. You know, I see a lot of people talking about Archimedes, 
um and like how he's so good and stuff and he's like great card to have uh for for amethyst cards just because he can get in let me see him real quick yeah, yeah but he's got like yeah so he gets in there at one play cost and can do two damage and so like he's good for getting rid of the early people like True. lilo but i've never seen someone play this card no because i don't even think i ha- i have like one or two of them in i'm like i don't have a lot of them in my deck because i don't really care about them that much yeah, and yet I, I do know. see him talked about on Reddit a lot. I don't know what he's from, and so therefore I don't. You're, I don't gravitate towards you're him. You're absolutely ridiculous. Stay tuned for more tips, strategies, and updates in our future episodes. Don't forget to rate and subscribe, and follow us on social media at Quest for Five Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, and TikTok. Thank you for joining us on Quest for Five. Until next time, keep summoning, questing, and may your inkwells never run dry.